0: Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com.
1: So I've been pretty lucky lately. I've been getting to spend all of my days with my amazing older sister, Catherine Powers. Dream come true. It really is. We've always liked communal
2: living. I know. And it has not been hard. No, because you and I are very honest with each other too. No begrudging weirdness.
1: Do you feel like it took a minute for us to get here? How's our journey as siblings gone? Oh, gosh, <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell.
2: I think God gave us each other to be the best humans we could be because our brains cannot be more opposite. It's so true. But I'm such a better human for loving you. And I am
1: such a better human for loving you because I was sitting there. Oh, this is what I was reading in Gay Gaddis. So everyone needs to check out Gay Gaddis's book. Um, Oh gosh A Cowgirl's Guide to Kicking Ass I forgot what it's called GayGaddis.com GayGaddis.com She had on her newsletter That I'm a part of The You know what I need to just read it Because I won't mess it up Okay I'm going to read this Because I thought of you sister I thought of Here's what it says Talking about right now In the um, Lockdown She said something about the sorry everyone i don't want to mess this up she said the the ones who can hold their composure i'm not finding it who can hold their composure in the middle of all of this are the leaders of tomorrow and i and i really thought that i can't find it and i'm really sad about it because it was a really good um little thing Anyway, check her out, GayGaddis.com. But she's basically saying, the people who can stay positive and like find the silver lining and keep their head above water in these kinds of times are the leaders of tomorrow. And I thought to myself, that is you, sister. Like that is you and that is totally how you have always <clears throat> been. And you even like recently, our grandfather has had a hip surgery and he's, you know, it's been hard to, navigate what to do, especially in coronavirus, but you have just stepped up. You find a plan. You find a solution. You don't get lost in your feelings so much that like you feel stuff, but you don't just swim in the feelings. You're like, okay, what's our plan? What's our action? How do we do this? And then not only do you think that way, you actually do it and you do all the action steps and make it happen like you had like a full plan with like you'd already called like four different Mm -hmm. assisted livings and all sorts of stuff and like you talk to my aunt my mom everyone and all of a sudden there's like this perfect plan in place
2: i'm like are you a wizard (laughs) no i think the older the older i've gotten the world is so daunting i've really made a conscious decision to focus on what i can control and really let go of sorry don't have corona rona <laughs> texas allergies um, i cough all the time i made a conscious decision to focus on what i can control and let go of what i can't and it's allowed me to live in freedom and not in fear because when you're trying to i'm a type one type a personality and so when you're trying to make sense of everything it's daunting if everything that crosses your path you're giving feelings to you're trying to control you're trying to fix not that I, not and I felt compelled to try to do everything and I've acknowledged now that everybody is so gifted and unique and to focus on the best thing about everybody and then focus on what I can control and let go of what I can and it's freed me it's changed my life it has because I, I was I was in bondage to expectations and you know the way my brain is wired i now know i have thoughts on how like for you for instance (laughs) i've seen you in this light i mean you're living your best life and i've seen you in this light always even when you weren't here and it's a weird thing and i now i realize it's something it's a gift if you Mm -hmm. use it as a gift or it's a burden if you let it drag you down and
1: that's such a good point i want to
2: live in the light i want to enjoy people i mean the world despite the craziness is such an interesting wonderful place and i feel like right now we see that because we're blessed beyond measure Mm -hmm. by incredible people and you intentionally get to keep up with these incredible people so how did we start
1: on this i don't know i feel like i cut you off in the first question did i I side into I, Gay's oh, our website. Brain. So that's
2: how we were talking about our different brains. You have the high high feels and the low low feels, and I will say you've really helped our family be want be real with our feelings. You the know, angst. I feel like we're tough and we can. You know, we were raised. to, You wrote that song about I come from a long line of women that never gave up. Listen, I have all these songs and about
1: three people know them, but it's Catherine, <laughs> Willie, Genevieve, <laughs> my mom em. and dad. <laughs>
2: And so I feel like we're so tough and we were, you know, I love our endurance, but I feel like you've really helped us or helped me feel and connect and be true and honest and say what we feel like. I really have gotten to a point because of you, your therapy and all the vicariously. This actually
1: makes me feel good because I always feel like a hot mess. No,
2: all of the working on yourself has helped me work on myself. Like I truly feel like I can be honestly myself. And you've helped me come that way because I didn't even know what I was feeling for a minute. But
1: you've always been good at reading self-help and journaling and taking note of your feelings. No big deal.
2: I saw <laughs> Oprah the week before Corona went down. You're all hugged, held hands and hugged. What did her hand feel like?
1: I asked you Peace, that on the phone. Peace,
2: calm, just. I mean, grounding. She's so she's grounded.
1: How do you think she got people there? that
2: know who they are and what they're going for are stable. Your rudder is firm and stable and you're not, I was reading a devotional this morning and when your rudder is stable, the winds don't, you don't spin in circles like you're, you're straight and you're on a path. And I think if you don't even necessarily have to know where you're going, but if you know generally what you're going for, I feel like it just helps you make, make, stay calmer during the thrashing.
3: What are you going for?
2: I'm going, I really want to be present in every moment. Like as a mom now, that's what I'm. I, I live by to-do list. I'm a type A, and so I always have a to-do list every day. I wake up. <laughs> what am I going to do today? What am I going to do this week? I mean, nauseating to a brain like you, or but it's but also you, really helpful. You do like the list now.
1: I like a list, and I like a type A sister who wants to get everything done. Cause I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to ride the wave <laughs> behind you.
2: And I have, I think, uh, a need to control to compensate for the ins- the like the ego or the insecurity of that type a wanting to be in charge Mm -hmm. but for what is the
1: ego or the insecurity what's the flip side of it
2: well it's seeing the beauty of everybody's individuality not trying to control the situation but showing up and letting people be who they are and seeing them for what they have to offer so you
1: have to flip your brain
2: Yes, because I used to view people as, oh, here's this person, and for whatever reason, not that I know better, but I felt like, how can I help them, what can I do for them? Oh, let me do your laundry and make your food or help you get a job or edit your resume or cook you meals or drive you to your doctor's appointment. and figure
1: out your whole life like you did for me, which I appreciated. <laughs>
2: but you had to find your own way. Like, ultimately, for to have joy, you have to figure it out yourself. And so now my goal is to walk alongside people like be your partner, always be there for you as much as you can, but to let everyone's on their own path mm-hmm. and you don't know what that is. The only, For me, I think the way you can show up for people is just acknowledging that, loving them, being there for them, but not having an expectation. Expectations will kill you.
1: The thing though that must be daunting and frustrating for you, because I would be frustrated if I was you, you have the ability – to do it's like Genevieve your daughter Genevieve is such a perfect mix of you and Willie it's so fun Mm -hmm. to watch her because now she's nine and she's like she's got Willie's wild creative like let's go get dirty in the mud and run around
2: totally like she ain't scared of nothing
1: ain't scared of nothing shooting a gun at nine driving (laughs) a car I mean you did all that too though I mean you were very capable but then she has your ability to, like, I have told her how to take care of Sunny one time on everything. I was just like, okay, when we get her up, we will turn off the sound machine, take her out of her sleep sack, um, change her diaper. I showed her how to change the diaper because her diaper's a little big to put the the Oh, yeah, Velcro she down. told like, me she how to do She remembers everything it. <laughs> perfectly. Like, she doesn't skip a step, and then she's so joyful and fun, and that's what you have. Like, you have that ability to never skip a step. So where I was going with this is, it would be frustrating to me if I was you. And not only was I so capable, like you are, to do all these things, so smart to think in a way to figure them out, then you have the ability to, like, you make them happen. And it doesn't feel hard for you. Like, it's not like, But, but ugh, the fun memories are not like, the planned out stuff. But I would be frustrated if I was you, if I was dealing with like someone like me, who literally, my brain, when I have chores and tasks and learning and things to do
2: like it shuts down i get this like buzz feeling in my I'm head thinking and it, back to you on amazing race we know how <laughs> to read a manual to put together that car yeah like reading instructions is your crying. nightmare yeah you freaked I was, out i
1: see all these things that have to be done in my brain it overwhelms it and it just shuts it off. oh i love a
2: manual we got new internet out here give me instructions and a plan and
1: but you you see like one thousand puzzle pieces laying on the table i love it and you're like nobody do this until i wake up <laughs> I'm like, please, don't worry. Why I'm though? not even
2: coming near the puzzle table. But I think now, like, would that I'm be frustrating? so frustrating. No, because A I like to be in control, so it's great <laughs> if I don't have to compete. But I can like, just all do these it. lazy people out here aren't I doing anything. I don't think that at all. <laughs> I don't see it that way. Like the way my brain is wired, you and you add so much fun. Like a plan fun? is boring. I mean, it's essential, especially when you're surviving and you're feeding and cleaning and I thrive on a routine. Mhm. But the memories, I always think, so my freshman year in college, one of our Pledge sisters, Melissa Caffey, was killed in front of all of us. It was hit by a car. It was horrible. It was a total tragic freak It event. could have been any of us. Baylor, you we went to right Baylor. There. We were all right there. The streets are dark. It could, nobody was drinking. I mean, it was pure just freak accident. And honestly, that changed my thinking because today has to be a good day. You say that every day. Every
1: time I call you, you're like, today's a good day
2: because there's no guarantee I mean corona all these weird things and I don't want to live in fear because I don't want to miss out on the beauty of today and I think your personality and Willie and Genevieve y'all have helped me be fun have dance parties be weird get muddy who cares if you get muddy yeah it's so fun to be muddy you can take a shower you can take a shower I mean you have to get over that like oh my gosh then I have to clean the house clean the laundry
1: clean the kid all that stuff it's like
2: who cares well, if you're going for the moments and the memories, I think at the end of, I always say too, that one day my house is going to be clean and smell like mothballs. Like right now it's a muddy mess. But if I died tomorrow, today was a great day and we enjoyed the mud and the being outside and, and the rabbit uh, that just hopped by the window, the rabbit <laughs> and the bunny and the two dogs and, and the hamster, I love it. the hair everywhere. But I don't know. I think that is some, that's probably, that's what I always say I'm going for. Like just to be present and you don't have to say yes to everything but just trying
1: You're the one that told us if it's not a yes it's a he- if it's not a hell yes it's no.
2: Oh yeah, I got that from a podcast I listened to. But that life so giving tr-
1: Michael and I use that all the time and I forget that, but I, when I remember it, it's so true. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. It's a no. And here's the thing, like I have this like this need to keep up sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I feel cuz I know I have like certain goals and I like have like career goals that I'm like, okay, I need to accomplish these, but then also I'm like I need to trust you. This is what you do so well. I need to just trust the flow of the spirit mm-hmm. and like the spirit will flow me into, I mean, yes, I've got to wake up and work hard and show up every day. Yeah. But, but being I can't pl- force something to happen. <laughs> no. And you're so good at that. How did you get there?
2: Well, I'm a pleaser. I want everyone to be happy all the time to a fault. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no stuck with me because somebody, if, If you're saying yes to everything else besides your hell yeses, then you're saying no to your best yeses.
1: Oh, break that down.
2: So if you're saying yes to everybody because you don't want to hurt people's feelings and you're not intentionally deciding what you're going for, then you're saying no to the stuff that's your heart and soul. Like if you say yes to all those stupid little things you don't care about or not excited about, then...
1: That's taking your time.
2: And it's sucking your energy from who you are and your love and your passion of the things that mean the most to you. So then by focusing, but first you have to, here's the hard thing. You have to take the time to know you.
1: How do you, how do you, you know?
2: helped me with that. I mean, I feel like it's so easy to just have noise and activities and busyness. My helped <laughs> well, I feel like we just both have been on a journey to be our best selves. Like we try really hard to be good people. And obviously we mess up and it's not perfect, but being intentional and really like just being quiet with yourself, knowing who you are, what makes you tick, what makes you happiest, acknowledging that, not trying to save the world, but doing what is, I feel like God puts on our hearts. Everybody has, you know, our own unique makeup. And so if you just focus on those huge heartstrings and callings, If everybody does a little thing, if everybody takes care of ourselves, then all of a sudden you've made a big difference versus being stressed out about all the things to do.
1: And that's where I used... That's... Okay, not... I can't say used to live because I still do live there. I can see... In my mind, all the suffering. And I'm sure I'm just seeing whatever my mind sees. There's so much
2: suffering in the oh, world. Oh, and we give feelings to dogs and oh. all the animals and Give everybody all
1: the feelings. I know. It's but, so- it's a, it, but it's a make-believe because it is coming from my personal brain,
3: mm-hmm.
1: these made-up feelings that I am creating a whole life story saga scenario for whatever I'm feeling sad for.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's really, if, if we were to cut open the brain of that living being, they're experiencing something totally different because they have their own makeup and they've totally. lived through totally different circumstances. So there is no reason for me to put my feelings on it. What there is a reason for me to do is exactly what you're saying. And I'm really trying to grasp this. And I'm, this is my Corona goal for myself. And I challenge anyone who's on lockdown to think of it this way. I'm really trying to grasp what you're saying. I have a certain calling and I feel called, to, called towards certain things that feel easy and right for me. That's what I need to focus on, not everything else, right. because it's going to suck all my energy out. I'm going to do a bad job at everything, and I'm going to end up in a ball on the floor crying because mm-hmm. I can't. The world is so sad and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if what Gay Gaddis was saying, and I said totally wrong in her email, the leaders of tomorrow are the ones who can find silver lining because everybody needs hope and mm-hmm. you give people hope by doing what you're meant to do. And so how did you learn that to listen to those callings on your heart? Because that is the key to happiness. I feel like
2: I was just, I had this moment. It started my sophomore year in college, which I know I'm an old soul. You always were like, how did you have this? But I was so overwhelmed by all the feelings. And so I just didn't like the existence. Like, mm-hmm. It was so daunting, and so I just started reading. It was heavy. It was heavy. I mean, I, I think starting with our relationship, I remember the first self-help book I read that totally changed my life was Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages. Yes. Great book, if anyone hasn't read it. But for you and I, I'm acts of service.
1: And I was never acts of and service. And you were
2: not. And so I would spend my life trying to help you. Like, and as acts of service, you're not doing what you want to do. Like you're being a martyr and doing something for someone else. And so I realized that you were words of affirmation, which to me is a cop out, because I'm like, that takes one second. But I know that means a lot to you. And so I'm like, okay, well, I can tell her how much I love her and how wonderful she is and what a great mom she is. And I don't have to go to the grocery store and prepare you a healthy meal and do your laundry and clean your house, which I don't know why I would even think that. So that helps So that's
1: probably what you would have
2: appreciated oh i love poor willie i've trained him (laughs) get get a bottle of spray out spray the counters down if you want to show me you love me like i'm getting lucky tonight i windexed all the windows (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm like do something um but i will say too another thing another boundaries like we are loved we both come from huge families willie and us and we we always say family first like we're that's our life. Like, mm-hmm. we hang out with people. And when you spend long times, I think this is why we live so well together in captivity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are, in our little cages. In our little
2: cages is because I've realized, especially as, like, an acts of service person, it's up to me to know me and what I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. It's not fair to you to let you do something to me you don't know you're doing that's ruining my life or stressing me out. And that
1: becomes- This is what we call wisdom.
2: Well, but you're so good. We're both, if you, I can be truthful for you, you know? I
1: appreciate it.
2: Because, and Willie taught me that. He was like, Catherine, I don't know what you're feeling. It's not fair for you to have something inside of you that's bothering you that I don't know about. And it's really transpired. So then all these people that you love so much that you spend all your time with, be honest. But first, again, it gets back to you have to know who, who you are and what you're okay with. And that takes time but i feel like you and Taylor and jen on the road and all the therapy i've lived vicariously through y'all i was thinking we should facetime them too we should i know have a little reunion oh, man so your crazy up and down life has helped me a lot with my <laughs> excel spreadsheet crossing the eyes and dotting the t life <laughs> but
1: Kevin, the thing that you have always done for me which i don't know if you've done this because i've been such a hot mess in the middle of it you probably don't even know what i'm saying in the midst of all this uh, energy I put out there. You have all... And Willie said this in his podcast. And I agree. You provide a feeling of safety and stable. And I think it's because you're... Like one of your greatest assets is the fact that you are type 1. Ty- type A and 1 on the Enneagram and all that. But then you've done all this also. This work on yourself. So you're so compassionate and aware that you have the ability to make people feel safe and calm and sturdy. And that is
2: such a blessing because... Because the unhealthy one <laughs> makes you feel like you've got a stick in the mud. Like, you know, I feel like you love so well. People are drawn to you. You have a light and an aura and you suck people in and you make people feel good. Like ones are... Can be very cold and magnetizing like somebody oh gosh like okay call them if you need you know something done <laughs> but don't want to necessarily be around them I don't want to be like I've learned so much from you because I want to be approachable and I want to be fun and I want to be present it's mm-hmm. easy to be distracted so I, I appreciate you saying that because that is I that's what I want for my people I've never wanted to be the star I'll never forget it Baylor when you were doing Baylor Icon <laughs> you were out there I was shaking I was so nervous this is like your first singing and in front I thought, of
1: like the campus.
2: Oh, it was such a big deal. It was in the huge hall and you were the finalist. I and, almost
1: blocked it out of my mind.
2: I think oh, it was like traumatizing. I remember everything, which <laughs> is also a problem. I, I know. Um, and you were up there and I said, oh my goodness, what does it feel like? Are you so nervous? And you're like, no, I'm nervous if I'm not up there. And I thought that was so interesting to me because you've always wanted to be on stage in front of people people. and i'm the opposite but i want to i'm like
1: you want to help get it all organized i want all my people
2: to get all their dreams but yes let me organize it let me give you a schedule and here's who you need to talk to and what you need to talk about i thought i worked at dc for a summer
1: that was so cool
2: it was so fun and my dream job i thought was to be a scheduler you're
1: like a real lobbyist
2: <laughs> slash intern for real, like paper like, pusher, phone thinking, answer. I did answer the phone, I and I sorted mail in a
1: flat, like a brownstone apartment with all these
2: random. People it was so fun going to like work happy hours. I remember
1: th- riding trains and stuff. That I was, was like, "Awesome, God, that's cool."
2: I know <laughs> it was really fun. Pete Sessions, so yes. wonderful, and Henry Bonilla.
1: Because you were thinking about politics for a
2: minute until it stressed me out so bad, and then <laughs> I decided I can't focus on. That's when I like my. Yeah, it was okay. too much to focus on. I, I'm better one, like Willie and I. We have our little issues that we work on, that we support, and I pour my heart and soul into those. And then I just pray for everybody else. <laughs> it's too daunting.
1: Okay, so go on. You're living in D.C. Pete Sessions. How, what was I talking? We're about? talking about. Um, oh gosh. Oh, I interrupted you. See, this is what all my listeners tell me. They say, stop interrupting your guests. They're on such great stories, and then you sidetrack it, and then they never come back to what they are originally talking about. This is my flaw.
2: Oh, no. Well, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Once, oh, I was going to be a scheduler, oh, my good, type great. A. And so the scheduler got to get all the mail, open up all the mail and all the invites, and then you would get to decide who, what invites you thought would be worthwhile for the senator whomever to go to. So you picked. And you would write little notes on them and then you would present them to whomever you were working for and then make the schedule. No, I never had that job. That was a coveted job. But I thought, <laughs> oh, if I could do that, that would be so fun.
3: <laughs> I just
2: love a schedule and making it work. Like, I guess the puzzle of it all. Oh, you love a puzzle. I love timing. I love having an efficient day. But then I also love quarantine life. I mean, here we are.
1: You love it all. What's, what's a perfect... Okay, if you were to design and not for like, I'm not saying like a real job, but like the perfect job day scenario for you, like if you were going to do work all day, what would be thrilling? What would it look like?
2: I love schedule, like I love planning. What does
1: that do for you? Like when you plan something, what it's is it? It's satisfying
2: because you start with nothing and then you end with a product.
1: So do you feel like you, so it's creation. So actually it is creating. I it's, guess it
2: is. Yeah. It's a
1: creating because you are creating a day out of nothing, nothing and you're making it happen.
2: Like our RV plans in the summer is so fun for me. Okay.
1: People say that's not creative, but that's actually really okay, creative. I've never
2: thought about it that way. I guess so. It
1: really is because you're taking nothing mm-hmm. and you're building a
2: day. But you have this But the something. day is
1: completely out of your mind. That's true. It's no one else's mind. Everyone else just jumps on board because it's the schedule, so you mm-hmm. feel like it was always there. Mm-hmm. But really, you created it out of thin air. It's actually yeah. super creative.
2: I love it. I like, we'll pick an area. We, we're trying to get all the states by G... By the time she's eighteen, Corona might set us back a little bit. And y'all have an
1: RV life, yeah, I RV love. life. y'all just look up RV parks all the time,
2: I love it. <laughs> and like all the random little balls of twine and diamond minding and caves and like you restaurants, out all the
1: activities. See, everyone listening, Catherine would do this with our family vacations. Like we I love figure it. Figure out where we're gonna go. Yeah. Then I don't even know where you look. You go to all the places on Google mm-hmm. and you find all the like the the perfect websites that actually are legit with the really interesting people that find the cool things to do wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. You find those. I don't know how you find them, and then you figure out exactly where we need to eat. And You're like, "This is exactly where we have to eat. This is the place to go. This is what we you have need to order. To do this. <laughs> this is the event we're doing. Like, this is what's happening." And you're so certain about it because you know because you've done all the research to find it that it's like everyone's like, "Awesome, heck well, yeah!" Well, God is bless
2: Willie. He likes a little uh, random. So I feel like I'm trying. We're I'm swinging both ways. So now he likes to just take off, uh-huh. see where the wind blows you which I found is actually pretty fun. <laughs> but it makes me a little nervous. Ra- at first, I was a little nervous because I'm thinking, well, what if we get there and it's booked? <laughs> like, I want to stay here. I want to see this. And if we get all the way there and you, and you don't, don't even to do... get to see that. But then it's the adventure of what you did instead. Like, I'm, uh-huh. you know, that's a
1: great way of looking at it. And so the adventure of what you did instead. That should be the title. of a That book. should be a good one. The adventure of what you did instead That's y'all's memoir. You and Willie's.
2: We are the yin and the yang. He has been so good for my type A. And I'm good for his type Z. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we meet somewhere in type M, I guess. But I think it's good to have both. I think I thrive. I have, I thrive on a routine. Like, when I know, okay, Genevieve goes to school two days a week. So my Mondays and Wednesdays when she goes to school, I work out. I work. I grocery shop. I meal plan. I'm doing laundry. I'm getting everything done at the same time. I'm in my own little world.
1: And you are like on. You probably love. You probably feel so good after these days. Thriving. The oh, are
2: you like I checked on top off of the seventeen world. things? Yes, you're caught up. All your you all your boxes all my ex, all my QuickBooks are reconciled. All my bills are paid. All the invoices are sent. I have my meal plan ready.
1: And you're like killing it,
2: killing it. <laughs> but I haven't connected with anyone. And so then on my our homeschool days, Tuesday, Thursdays, Fridays, it's so fun. I try to let that be more just organic. You know, I mean, we have to get through certain stuff, but I, I figured I'm both. You figured a way th- to do both. I thrive off of both in different ways. But I, okay, this leads me to another topic. You are so
1: great at balance, at boundaries, and you have worked on that a lot. So tell me what balance looks like to you and boundaries.
2: It's funny, Beth. You can relate. We're extreme <laughs> personalities. Beth Beth. I went to
1: college with Beth, and then Catherine and Beth. Beth is Richard Harrison- Richards now. <laughs> Catherine and her met after college and I've never met two people who are more alike oh, than you she's, two. She's such
2: a godsend. But Y'all wear we're the same clothes, so you talk extreme. the same. Like I'm an I'm extreme personality uh by nature. And so I let my like whatever I'm doing, if I'm on I, I before if I'm not working on myself, I'm like all or nothing. Like Intense workout, count every calorie. I mean, always on a diet. Which... <laughs> you would best start a new diet
1: every year. Oh, I Y'all know. My favorite one so far is this one. I like this one.
2: Oh, I do too. Ellie Livesey, faster it? way to fat loss. Yeah, that one's been fun. Check her out. She's the best. <laughs> She's so inspiring um but I feel like it's so much better since being a mom too you know kids that's where they're watching you they're yes. not listening they're listening to what you're not telling them you know yeah they're
1: seeing between the they're lines. seeing between
2: the lines and so I don't ever want to talk about that like I've changed my tune now that Genevieve's older and so I love health and I'm eat going strong. for balance I want her to have balance eat healthy eat your protein <laughs> eat your vegetables of course have a cookie like mm-hmm. you haven't ruined your life if you've eating a cookie and in my type A brain it's like, oh I messed it up. I'm just gonna do whatever. Or yeah. work. You know, I didn't get to that today, so I'm just not gonna do anything. Right. I have we had a friend um that said it's a lot easier to stay in shape than to get in shape. Good point. And kind of in life in general, you know? Yeah. Like in your faith, in your marriage, just keep it in your up. just do a little bit if you're not feeling a lot a little bit goes a long way yeah and so i've learned that from being so extreme where you're in a hole and you're like gosh i don't want to have to dig myself out of this hole ever again right. i just want to stay present uh, diva's trying to say <laughs> hi like let me in let me in. Uh, so i think that's where that comes from of being an extreme personality and an, just being tired of your extremity whatever oh, that word totally. is extremity I have that
1: extremeness also and I I feel like I used to do that same thing I've said this on the podcast before and I'll say it again and Catherine knows this and everyone who's listened knows I used to struggle with like everyone's I'm sure struggled with eating issues on some level Mm -hmm. I took mine to like diet pills and tinkered around with bulimia in my earlier days you know all that and finally I got to the same point as you like when I got pregnant something changed and I think it's because Mm -hmm. we struggled so long to get pregnant that when I got pregnant I did not care like the last thing I cared about was my body image because mm-hmm. I was just so thankful to finally be pregnant. And yeah. I was like, I don't care if my body changes. I don't care if I get stretch marks. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't want any of that, obviously. But I also wanted to be pregnant so much more. For the first time, I was like, okay, my body's a miracle. Like mm-hmm. I'm appreciating it for totally. the first time. And then when I had her, I was like, uh, I mean, I don't care about my body right now. I'm chasing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I care about it, but I don't care about it looking perfect. I'm just grateful that it's moving for me, healthy and, and such a beautiful vessel. Yeah, and I can like w- use it to carry Sunny, and what a blessing! And so it's like same kind of thing.
2: It's like, I think I get, that's what Corona is doing for the world. Honestly,
1: I think that's the fo- like mm-hmm. everything. There's a negative and there's a positive. Mm-hmm. So the po- so I agree. What do you think the positive? Just of corona stripping
2: is? the world away from. I mean, everybody was the first thing anyone ever said to you is, oh, I'm so busy. Yeah. I cut busy out of my vocabulary. How would
1: you, because that drove you crazy? It just drove
2: me crazy because you're in control of your life. Uh Like you get to decide where you spend time. And And you can make boundaries. You can make boundaries and you can say no. And saying you're busy, which everyone's busy, I get it. I'm not, I mean, that's total legit. The world is crazy. But if you're so busy, you're not doing things you want to do or just be like, so I always would say hope to see you soon not oh let's get together oh I hate that I hate that pressure. when can we get together I'm so busy I lunch? can't do lunch I'm like let's hang out so I always just say hope to see you soon or that, look that's forward that's to crossing paths soon because
1: you actually don't want to hang out anytime yeah, soon yeah <laughs> and if you don't want
2: to hang out don't say it just say great seeing you but the whole like I don't have to make another plan no and if you're so I don't know So I hope I've, to
1: see you soon I like
3: that yeah hope
2: to see you soon but I think just the getting back to being intentional like what do you want your day to be full of at the end of this day, what have you done? And so and you I,
1: figure out a balance. You want your you need your type A days. Like you need one of those or two of those a week. Yes. To really like get that powered up. Mm-hmm. That makes you feel good and alive.
0: This Father's Day. Shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com.
4: Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. When the sun
3: goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection. In on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and citron.
1: there's a baby in us there's a baby and a big girl here Gigi, you want to say hi here's sunny and Gigi. hi sunny, you want to say hi <laughs> ah! yay your best friend um Gigi, tell me the favorite we're gonna ask uh, before you leave because Gigi is the best she's like little mama with sunny literally holding her on her hip right now <laughs>
2: at all times what's your favorite thing about
1: your mom
4: really good at doing stuff (laughs) (laughs) like what like doing adventurous stuff and like doing fun stuff
2: and
4: like other stuff like that
1: She's the best. She's the most fun and adventurous. I agree, sis. Good. I want to you know be adventurous. I said that you said that also is another thing that stuck with me? Okay, we're almost done, Judy. Is you always said, I want to be in the pictures.
2: Yes. That was a big aha moment for like, me. Like, when you
1: said that, I was like, you're like, I don't want to be the one taking the pictures. I want to be in the pictures and I don't care if I look perfect or mm-hmm. whatever's happening. I'm getting in the picture. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? Because I loved that. That really has stuck with me.
2: Because my personality, it's easy to say, oh, y'all go do something. I'm going to stay back in. Clean. Make dinner. Clean. Do laundry. And then I'm doing Do thinking,
1: something that's just a chore.
2: Yeah. Because I like to do things. Check those boxes. I would write stuff on my done. list that I'd already done just to cross it out. What is that? I don't know. Some psychologist can psychoanalyze me. But <laughs> then I thought, okay, at the end of the day, all these memories are so fun. And I'm not, I don't want to, like, that's life, your memories. Nobody's yeah. going to say she did a great job. Cleaning. Laundry and cleaning. Like, <laughs> it was so fun to go get her tube and float down Hog Creek in freezing cold uh, water because it's running more than it had ever been. So at the end of the day, I think I just live sort of with that not to be depressing, but I guess more eternal value. Like if if I died tomorrow, like what would I have said about today? What would I have done today that was meaningful? And it is important, so important to keep a home going and healthy food and well fed and clean and all that. But I think there's a balance. Like there's, I don't wanna just do that. I want to be in the pictures. I want to be in the memory. I want to experience all that fun. And you're great at that. You have always been the daredevil. I, I mean, you love the thrill of life. And I'm more of a. I mean, I had to be really brave to make myself try a roller coaster, and actually, it was fun. <laughs> but for the most, for like the first 15 years of my life, I said, I don't like roller coasters.
1: And then you decided why? Am I then I that? was like,
2: well, let me just try one. And I don't like the wooden ones, but I do, <laughs> or the ones that go backwards. You, did,
1: you actually went and tried them all out and figured yeah. out what you really liked. Yeah.
2: And, if I hated it, I'd never have to do it again. But you tried it. But I tried it. Food, not so exciting. I mean, you
1: like just straight I, up pasta and cheese pizza.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to try something. I know it, I, I have a weird food thing. but
1: You always have.
2: Oh,
3: I've we lived camp, off of noodles.
1: When we went to camp, though, we went to this camp in Texas called Waldemar's All Girls Camp. Catherine was so, you were so great at everything. You were like canoeing captain at like...
2: I. Failed at you food. You shot
1: archery like a hundred. You, how, like the oh, farthest yeah. archery you could shoot. American archer, baby. I mean, you would get a bullseye the length of a football field. Heck yeah. Like you're like Katniss, Everdeen. Like I'm not kidding.
2: I took a double. Catherine. Don't come <laughs> mess with us in Corona. We got our.
1: <laughs> Catherine is an archer. Like you had so many bows and arrows and they were the most high tech ever and you would shoot front i can't believe it was in the middle of a field where people were walking i around know they track. changed that, that they moved it to the side in case yeah someone lost an arrow <laughs> but you would shoot like i swear it was like the link of a football field I right now i don't know how
2: i got into that i loved Did it you ever do it anymore no i need to
1: you need to do that don't lose that i that know you were so great at that it was fun how did you find archery? Did it just click with you?
2: I guess. I don't know. I think they made you maybe take it or. And then you just like connected? I loved it. Was it because. It was I like such a, a good project. Was there. Because it, it was such an intense maybe. goal. Maybe. The bullseye. Bullseye. You could win. There was something to like <laughs> win or get. Consistently you could Yeah. Win.
1: And it was instant. Re- instant. Once you practice, you could like.
2: And then there were all these things to get. So it's like you had to shoot X amount from the 10 yard line. Or x amount from the 25 50 you had to work your way up there's this amer i don't know if they still have it but it's an american archer like check boxes you know so i could check them so i had to shoot x amount of points from each as as you checked off the 10 then you did the 20 and then 30 and so give me a checklist i mean come on i'm gonna (laughs) finish it american archer on our hands oh and then they invented so then some of us there were a few of us that got our american archer from the 50 so they invented the waldemar round and that was like double what the american archer was so we got it so i took archery double so i could check those boxes (laughs) give me that award truly i think that probably had something to do with it the satisfaction of that makes sense achieving yeah i'm an achiever i want to follow the rules i want to achieve what is expected of me to a fault yeah
1: and not that. No wonder that I was into that. That makes a lot of sense.
2: I knew what I was going for.
1: You love to know what you're, and you say that in your name. Mm-hmm. What are you going for? Are you mm-hmm. wake up and say that? But where I came up with this is like when we were eating in the dining hall, you would never eat any of your food oh. and then you would just stare at everyone's plates.
2: I would just stare at people <laughs> eating gross food. I <laughs> <laughs> grossed me out and I got horrible table grades.
1: Because they would say stop staring at people eat?
2: And eat three bites.
1: But you would not. Not
2: worth it. <laughs> I don't care. I would try to hide it under lettuce or bread, but Wait, no what way. What grosses you out about food? Oh, smells! It kills you. Smells kill me. If I walk into some place that stinks, I walk out.
1: because what does that make? What do you do? What does your brain think?
2: What does my brain think? It like is instant shutdown. It's <laughs> like I smelled a poisonous gas. Or something that my body might die I think it must be some old survival technique if you walked up to something that stunk in the day that probably had diseases I don't know so if I walk into a place and it stinks I can't eat there
1: and everybody knows it and it's not even worth arguing with you because it's not happening no that's what I love about you too sister you're go 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 with the flow until you're not and then it's like nope not even worth it uh-uh <laughs>
2: but i will say like with food food i would say is probably negotiable no non-negotiable but if you're coming to our house for dinner i'm gonna text you what i'm cooking all the ingredients see if you're adverse to anything if you prefer something else i want everyone else to get it how they want it to i'm not going to put my food on you i really want you to have it because people don't understand like willie will eat anything except olives which we <laughs> grew up on black olive pizza like that's our one thing he, like olives? he will eat your shoe leather <laughs> and he will not eat an olive um And so I want everyone else to enjoy it. Like I want you, I love food and I love cooking and, doing things but if you put something gross in it it ruins it for me so i don't want to ruin it so i'm very accommodating mm-hmm. to other people
1: you are and it's I, so funny that you text someone the full bean you ahead of time like someone comes over to my house i'm like are you bringing something
2: oh yeah or you're the best you're <laughs> whatever gonna- and you're gonna put <laughs> all the leftovers in baggies so we've you know we're saving all of our food and being very i conscious. don't know how to
1: cook at all michael's a cook when we're at home and he cooks southern food and i have just decided to eat anything like i've become like willie I don't want to cook it. It's like stresses me out, so I don't really care. The mixtures
2: you come I up with. I will
1: mix anything. I will put rice with cheese and mix some Cheetos in there and dip it with a tortilla chip. <laughs> I am a rat. You're a rat. I love to eat like a rat.
2: Yeah, you always kind of have. <laughs> You're love- a survive. That's good. <laughs> I, want I would die. Everything. I love cheese too. I want to melt cheese into anything. You've always put like chips on top of stuff. We would go to Uncle yeah. Dan's Best Barbecue in Waco. So good. And we would get Texas taters and put Cheetos on top. Yes. That was so good. Oh, it's still so good. It is so good. I know. Yeah. So I think back to our different personalities, though, I think that's the beauty of it. Like, us having each other has made us better people. And I would say yes. that about all the people. Like, right now, I'm turning 40 this year. 2020, 40 vision. woo whoop woo I would say, like, intentionally all the people in my life, I feel like I've realized there are phases. You know, you think, gosh, I was best friends with that person and I don't keep up with them, but you have these phases of life. And right now I feel like the people in my life, it's, I have healthy, I've really tried hard to have healthy relationships so that you enjoy your people. You enjoy your life. We're all, we subject ourselves to our own living hells.
4: That's
3: so true. Like we,
2: there's so many things we can't control. And then, previous corona you look at the things that we've subjected ourselves to that people hate i'm like but you chose to do that right you don't have to do that so i feel like that's what i'm going for in this like
1: you're very aware that you have a choice
2: very aware and i'm very um choosy choosy yeah like i take those choices seriously Uh because i am so affected by things i don't want to be tired i'm going to go to bed even you know you don't want to
1: hate your people
2: i don't want to hate my people I don't want to feel bad. I love mimosas. I can't drink (laughs) orange juice. I think I'm pre-diabetic or something. (laughs) And so if I want to have a fun day, I can't drink a mimosa in the beginning of a Saturday because I'm going to be tired all day. And it's not worth And I miss out on everything then. Because you're
1: tired. And it sounds fun to drink mimosa. It sounds so
2: fun. I love mimosas. If I know I can take a nap, what did Rain say? Eat like you, eat what you want, how you want to feel.
1: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And
2: so if I want to drink a mimosa and take a nap, awesome. But I know I can't. And i you have to just know yourself, I think. I feel like I've just spent this last decade you really... You, you intentionally
1: trialed and erred. Yes. You took inventory. It's like when you do that allergy test and they scrape your back and they put all the things in your back to see what you're allergic to. Yes. You've done an allergy test for yourself mm-hmm. and you now know what you can live with and what you can't, what makes you happy, what doesn't. And you just don't do what you're allergic to
2: most of the time i mean <laughs> you know what i i want to feel good and i want to be happy yeah and i feel like we've had the past couple of years have been so crazy and it has given us this eternal perspective when you have these life and deaths and <clears throat> ups and downs and you feel like you're in the clouds like we've been so off of the ant level i guess of the ground because we just were kind of last year it was just kind of like one eternal thing to the next and it's beautiful up there too like it's scary and sad and
1: what do you mean up there to talk about your faith faith is a big part of it
2: yeah um well uh, that analogy is like when you're just not worried about your day-to-day when you're dealing with so many big life things you're just kind the of actual really life and death yeah life and death we had a year of life and death last year and I feel like your perspective is different because Mm -hmm. you don't have the time to worry about stuff that normally you were too busy or stressed out about. Right. Because you're just dealing with the big stuff. But faith to me is everything. And I feel like this is something I've learned too. I've always had the Holy Spirit in me and felt it so huge. Mm -hmm. And I know that's a gift too. Like, because for me, what what is right is feels so right like if i doing something i know to be wrong it makes me feel sick inside and mm-hmm. it always has like mm-hmm. i've had that forever More and I, your compass is very strong very strong but i guess it gets back to that not wanting to feel bad and, mm-hmm. and the same like with my faith like god has always I, i've always known what is right obviously haven't mm-hmm. always done it but then i just <laughs> i had the gut feeling to know and so i'm lucky i know that i'm lucky for that now because god keeps me on my path like
1: you know exactly what your path is exactly and it's new every day you wake up i don't know where it's
2: leading me but but you can feel the spirit at each intersection i have a feeling of what's right for me
1: what does the holy spirit feel like to you
2: it's just like your whole chest and heart like You know, that feeling when you're about to get sick or if you're nervous Mm -hmm. when I'm when I have that feeling, I know it's not right. Mm -hmm. And this is something else. If you don't know, you know, like break that down. If you're uncertain, if you don't know what the right answer is, then I feel like you just hold tight.
1: Like you just chill, pray
2: about it. You like, still a don't make them don't ever force something. I I used to be a forcer. Like, yeah. okay, I need to get this over with. Check this so over. So, let me
1: just do this option because it seems like the best. Yeah.
2: But if you don't know, if you don't have that piece or for me if I don't know, then I just wait.
1: And then will the answer
3: show up?
2: Always. I mean, think about life. It's it's funny now that you've lived long enough to look back at stuff. Mm-hmm. You think something is so important you have to decide right now. Oh my goodness. And then you think then you have to go back and redo when it doesn't work out yeah and instead of just not being that my sweet neighbor Sheila so wise our old neighbor she always said Catherine you don't have to be the first to respond
1: on a text chain and I or anything or anything I I think about that too I get a text I'm on tons of text chains yes and sometimes someone will text something out and like like with an answer that needs to be replied to or something that needs to be done Yes, and I feel like I got to write back right away
2: but I don't have to even, even write back. Some people don't even know you're on that text chain. Exactly. And we stress ourselves out thinking, okay, I need to sign up for that. If you get a meal calendar for somebody or if I get a text chain, I'm like, duh, duh, duh. no. That's
1: another thing I've never forgotten. You said you don't have to be the first to
2: respond. Sheila taught me that. It was one of those So huge you make yourself pause. Pause. But when you know something's right, like you and your podcast.
1: You are the reason I started this podcast.
2: But it was I was having a
1: meltdown. I know
2: because you were trying to fit into other people's lives. Yeah, but when you get on your path and you weren't forcing anything and you weren't making anything up, like this is what God was calling you to do. You're awesome at this well
1: it's because i found you're made for this all the questions in here into everyone's brains yeah. like I've always and not to have
2: to fake playing the mandolin or whatever
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah when i was in all sorts of bands i had to like fake an instrument because i would never learn guitar and then they were like oh learn the mandolin so i just faked it i and literally look at this. faked you've, it we're
2: hooked up to this cool oh, little this is nothing but you've learned how to do this sister if you weren't into this this would be so intimidating to you yeah. but you love it And I feel like that's where it is. I mean, obviously, we all do things we don't want to do. But I think for major life decisions, like the day I met Willie, I knew I was going to meet Miriam. How? I know that's so annoying for people. They're like, how do you know? How did you know? I don't know. It's just this feeling. Like you knew? I knew. The day I saw our dog on a picture online, (laughs) I knew I was going to get her. The day I saw our house, I knew I was going to get it. God burned a hole in our heart for Genevieve. It's weird. It's like... When you know, you know. It's something you can't... It's just like, if you don't do it, you're just in the wrong place all the it's time. It's almost like a stake in the ground. Yeah.
1: It's like if you're building your fence, like you have the 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 wire in mm-hmm. between that you're kind of just chilling, chilling, chilling. But then when you get these stakes in the ground and that's like, yep, that's it.
2: I think too, it's I've I've tried to get noise out of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I've gotten to a point where I, I've try to just have stuff in my life that's real mm-hmm. and that makes me builds me you know that I can trust and so when, you're, when you don't have all the distractions too you can have these feelings I guess I don't know I really think it's a gift now mm-hmm. I mean I know that not everybody has it so blatantly
1: but you're able to live through life and live through life and death because your faith is so strong like you know at the end what is this life to you and then what is faith to you well the only
2: guarantee is death uh-huh and so I believe for me faith makes everything make sense mm-hmm nothing makes sense like you can't explain my mind i you can't explain what is happening or who you are for me like nothing makes sense unless i oh my babies! there's two more babies in here and um here. i just know that god is sovereign and god has me and I believe that we're all connected and everything that happens happens for a reason to get you to the next place where you're supposed to be too. Yeah. And when I truly wholeheartedly believe that I believe everybody has something good in them and I look Mm -hmm. for that and I believe that God has everyday plans like his time is not human time and Mm -hmm. it takes away the pressure of trying to be on some time frame or do it takes the pressure of the world away mm-hmm. because you, you
1: believe it with your whole heart.
2: Oh,
1: I 100%. You don't ever doubt God and his faith. Like sometimes I can feel like I know there's a God. Yes. He's got, he's got it. But then let me get all stressed out trying to do it mm-hmm. myself down here. Like you're good at really keeping God as a part of
2: your every day to day existence. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a moving meditation prayer with you. Total. And I feel like I've gotten in like every, I I'm able to see God. it's not like pray not pray like it's all sort of this just like continuum of prayer 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 life. God like miracles I mean looking if you look out the everything's a miracle mm-hmm. and if you can view the world that way there's so much heartache and bad and I know there's dark things but if you lit, try to live in the light darkness what do they say if you crack the door to darkness the light overtakes the darkness. overtakes the darkness And so if you are trying to see the light, I feel like it just takes away the darkness. And that's what God is to me.
1: And I used to feel used to. This is my Corona challenge I'm working on. (laughs) I would feel guilty for feeling happy when I know there's all this suffering happening out there. It's like if I'm aware that all these sad things and terrible things are happening, I shouldn't allow myself to feel good. But going back to this gay Gattis quote, even though I'm saying it all wrong you have to see the silver lining if you're going to be a leader and bring hope, because if you're just suffering and wallowing with all these suffering stories that you hear of the world, then there's no way you can bring light to the world. I'm not saying you can't feel it and be aware of it and help and give where you feel Mm -hmm. called because you should, but you also then have to be able to separate and stay in the light or else what good will you bring to anyone?
2: And amidst all the suffering, there's so many blessings. Like, yes, I think, you know, back to our grandfather, he went in kind of at the beginning of Corona. And so he's been by himself. Nobody can go see him. But all the ICU nurses, like they take on an emotional role now. Mm -hmm. Doctors, like there are so many angels on earth Mm -hmm. and there's so much good despite the suffering. Like when you're in dark places, there's still often somebody or a a hope that you can hold on to. And I think if everybody just gives people the benefit of the doubt. so if you just believe people are doing the best they can do and it's not personal against you, it's just people are life, you know, I, that's not a personal, that's another change. Like when you truly believe that people are out for the best, they're not out to take you down. Mm-hmm. They're just tired, whatever
1: they're just doing their mom own. taught
2: us that with her philosophy. Mm-hmm. You know, she always, I remember we would say, Oh, so-and-so hurt my feelings and you need to call their mom or thinking i would want her to call their mom to, to fix it, it right <laughs> and she would always say well what what are they going through in their life that would make them mom
1: has always been very good yes like having a broad perspective like that and if you
2: believe the world's not out to get you i mean oprah she her mm-hmm. story was so powerful she's been through such dark hard things that could have she had every excuse to not get up but instead she said those experiences didn't happen to me they happened for me Mm -hmm. because now here she is the most empathetic amazing world changer world changer Mm -hmm. because of what she's been through so she
1: used it Life, and I
2: do believe you get to choose how you respond, and it's okay to not be okay, you know. Sometimes you don't have to be okay, yeah. And you know, bad things, hard things aren't necessarily bad, they're just hard, Mm -hmm. and that's okay too.
1: Point everyone like comes up with this plan for their life, and if, if something hard or difficult happens people say that's bad they immediately label it bad but it's yeah. not bad Mm-mm. because if you truly have a spiritual existence you know that God will use all of this all of that. for your ultimate good <laughs> and like Oprah says for you mm-hmm. and that involves storms that involves dark periods totally because you learn it shapes you in a different way than if everything's just great you learn depth to yourself yes and
2: even just like watching the CMA fest on yeah. the TV how everybody nobody was done CMA up CMA at home CMA at home yeah
1: playing acoustic
2: nobody was done up Nut no, the sound wasn't perfect but
1: everyone recorded it themselves yes on
2: your iphone on your ipad but it was so powerful like mm-hmm. it's just people being people and we're all that and humanity that's how you connect with humanity being real being you like it's not about who you think you should be it's mm-hmm. who are you
1: who are you
2: who are you So
1: give me, give people steps on how to discover who you are. If people are still lost in the noise and lost in the keeping up and lost in the climbing the ladder and whatever else, how would you suggest people find out who they are?
2: For me, it starts with quiet. You just have to be still and be quiet. And I would say for me, I've started, well, like for you, our relationship, I've always wanted to love you. If I focus on actions that are annoying to me, I'm going to be annoyed with you. Right. Oh, yeah. So I would say start with a relationship that's, for me, a relationship that is trying. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I always try to do is, like, if I start getting annoyed with someone... Willie or Genevieve or you or whatever, which thankfully <laughs> I've trained my brain. You can train your brain. Mm-hmm. So the second I feel something annoyed, I focus on three things of gratitude. Ooh, I love So that. if something comes in and I'm thinking something not positive, stop it. Like just don't stop it. stop it. Don't let you those feelings get stuck. Let those fly away. And it's okay to be annoyed. Like, you know what I think this is all just for, it's not, I, I don't want to act like I'm always so feeling you're saying
1: for the most part, this is your technique. This gives you, this is your tools. And this
2: gives you acceptance of people for who mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. And so for me, then I just focus on the three things I love the most about them and really feel that and feel that. And then because you think, you know, Sally Rob, this lady in Austin, who's so wise and gives women's retreat. She said her husband would throw little pieces of paper and she would find these little pieces of wadded up paper all over the house <laughs> And she viewed instead of being annoyed with them, you view it as a little blessing. You're so mm-hmm. thankful for that person's life and those little reminders. I mean, if it's driving you crazy, maybe you should work on it. <laughs> but you know, you can view things like that as a little blessing and a reminder. And you would be so sad if that paper wasn't there. Yeah. And not to be always sad, but just to kind of change just your focus. To see the
1: eternal value, really.
2: And then appreciate the people around you because we're all human. Yeah. And if and this is something else, I don't want people to. Look for the worst in me. Yeah. So view people as you want to be viewed. You know, look, Uh try to find the best in them so they hopefully try to find the best in you. If you try to help people, then they try to help you. Like if you're happy, they're happy back.
1: People are mirrors.
2: You're mirrors. What do they say? You get back what you put out. Yes. It's
1: it's really karma.
2: Karma. Totally. And on sad days, it's okay to be sad. I will say something that's helped me as a parent instead, because Genevieve and I spend so much time together. When I'm feeling tired or frustrated or or hormonal or I'm sick or whatever, I say what I'm feeling. Yeah. Instead of – because as kids, I remember, like, taking people – feeling emotion of all those people around you. And so if you say what you're feeling, then – she doesn't have to worry. And
1: take it on that she's And take it something. on.
2: I say, Genevieve, I love you so much. My day is over. I'm finished talking. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. It's not you. It's me.
1: I just need to recharge. Just be honest. Yeah.
2: And then you don't have this undercurrent of... She knows
1: it's not personal.
2: Yeah. And then she can tell me if she's having feelings. You've helped us with that, sister, being honest well, with your emotions.
1: Thank <laughs> no, I don't thank you. you're framing uh, it nicely. Well, because then
2: it's not personal. You know, then you're not... You, the kid doesn't have to worry if. You know,
1: If they're the reason you're upset. Yeah. Another thing you said, a little parenting advice here at the end, is you said you will, you told Janinev, you will always tell her the
2: truth. Always. Mary Flo Ridley, the birds and the bees. Genius. If that. you need something for your kids. Um Mary Flo Ridley? Ridley. She started the birds and the bees. It teaches your kids how to talk about sex or teaches you how to talk about sex to your kids because they say, we've spent our whole life Trying to prepare our kids and keep them safe. You know, you send them to schools, you help them with their homework, you keep them dressed, well fed, all these sports. Out of harm's way. Out of harm's way. You catch them when they fall, you put a band aid on their cuts. And the one thing we're scared to talk to our kids about is sex. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing they're most curious about mm-hmm. and that we won't, you know, that we don't know what to say. So it starts, she has this whole program and it starts when they're young. And any question they ever ask that makes you blush, you know, <laughs> you always say, that is such a good question. I'm so glad you ask. And then you That's tell him That's such
1: a good question. I'm so glad and you And that asked.
2: gives you a second to catch your breath
1: <laughs> before you start
2: <laughs> saying these words that make uh that feel make weird. Cringe. Yeah.
1: And you've got to say it straight-faced nonchalantly.
2: And But I tell her, I'm always going to tell you the truth because you want to be the expert. Your kids are going to figure out stuff.
1: And that Willie was saying that too yesterday because we were talking about something and Willie told Genevieve the truth about it. And I remember thinking in my head, Oh my gosh, I want to dodge this question. Mm-hmm. But instead he just nonchalantly told her the truth. And I was like, God, and we talked about that the next day yeah. and y'all said, you want to be the expert because why?
2: Because if you tell them false information, they're not going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. You're setting the report. And it says, this was something that was eye-opening. They say, even if your kids in kindergarten, the maturation of that class is the oldest sibling of that class,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so you think, oh, my kid's five; they're in kindergarten. I don't have to worry about saying the right words or telling them the truth. But that there could be someone in there that has, a, who's a Willie, who has four older brothers and sisters that are in high school,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: so they're hearing words and things they've never heard, and,
1: and bringing them back to their five-year-old kindergarten class. Yes,
2: and so you just have to be the expert. And say she gives this but whole I love
1: that because you said if you're not the expert, they're gonna go their friends
2: will be. And they're
1: trying to find information. Mm-hmm. That's all they're trying to do. Like everything we do not if if we have some if you have a picture or a text or we mention something, Genevieve's like, Let me
2: see, let me hear. What is yeah, that? Yeah, they're just curious. She wants to know. Yeah. Fact finding. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, like we've had the sex talk with Genevieve maybe since kindergarten. You think, Oh my gosh, this is How so do you ner- do it? Well, I wrote down her words step by step. I kept them on my phone. I prayed about it constantly. (laughs) I would just look at it so I knew what I was supposed to say. And you just have a streamlined factual message. You know, she goes into the whole comparing it to science and flowers and just anatomy. And it's not emotional. And at the end of it, they're like, huh. Okay. There's no emotion behind it. It's just like it's big because they're just trying to figure out how it works.
1: Yeah. They don't even know what they're asking. No. Yeah.
2: I think truth for me, and that's where I am now at this phase too. Honesty is always the best policy. Always. When you tell the truth, even if it hurts you for a second, it gets you to where you're supposed to be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: For me, trying to keep up with what you have said or what you're supposed to say. You you or want to make
1: someone happy or don't want to hurt their feelings yeah. or you want to present it in a certain way. Really just be it.
2: And if it's not meant to be, good riddance. <laughs> you know, honestly, yeah, like yeah. if you're, if it's not meant to be and you can't keep it up, then let it, up. it go. Yeah. And appreciate it for what it was, when it was, but it's not where you're supposed to be right now. I love that. <laughs> and
1: here's a baby. Here the babies back.
2: Have to give a shout out to uh, cousin Janet.
1: Okay. Hey, Janet. Planet with Janet. Planet with
2: Janet, best cousin and ever. listener ever. And she Janet, stays up late to listen to these at midnight when they post. Janet. I love you, Janet. And you all <laughs> send me messages about the podcast. That's Willie's... Willie's cousin. Cousin. One of. Yeah. we're blessed by the best families ever we all have the best cousins family siblings parents grandparents
1: sunny, sunny says Greece. okay so i wrap up every podcast Catherine, i'm so glad we got to do Yay, this i love
2: you so much i'm, I'm so, so proud of you. of you i'm so
1: proud of you. <laughs> and, you i'm gonna include you on this i'm gonna do leave your light so <laughs> what that's what sunny wants everyone <laughs> to know <laughs> is that she's finding her voice do what you do you what do you want people to know here, you go first and then G okay. you go second. What do you want people to know?
2: I will I want people to know that who you are is who you're meant to be. Like don't be you and just own you. Yeah. Because take the time to find you. Take the time to find you, take the time to own you. Um, and don't compare your journey to someone else's. Like acknowledge your own path and just swim in your own lane. Because that's what makes the world so interesting. If we all were doing the same thing, how boring. how boring would that be? So I just believe that God gave each of us our internal like, best selves. And by owning that, you get to your true trueness. And I feel like that's how you
1: ultimately bless the world. Okay, G, what do you want people to know?
2: Um. We're on a time frame. Mm. <laughs> anyway, first
1: thing that comes to mind. it can be anything. It doesn't have to be complicated.
4: That you should have fun during the quarantine. That's right. <laughs> you you. Genevieve said something
1: great the other day. We had church, which was so fun. Catherine <laughs> and Willie and Genevieve put on church in the house at Hog Creek House. And we all went around and said things that we were going to try to do this week to be blessed. And Genevieve said, mm-hmm. I think we should take a walk.
4: Take a walk. And what'd you say? And... And try to see things that you haven't seen before. How profound and wise is that?
1: Because there's beauty everywhere. Genevieve mm-hmm. is very
2: smart and very intentional. We're lucky to get to live together right now. It's a
1: blessing. We've I made know. the lemonade out of lemons. Like we, the quarantine happened and we're hey. like
2: get together and
1: make the most of this because when are we ever gonna have a chance to live together with no schedules
2: ever again and at the end of this quarantine what are you gonna have to say about it i'm gonna have to say we
1: were in nature every day (laughs) genevieve sunny feels it sunny and genevieve got to form this relationship that who would who would have ever known okay bye
2: sunny and g who they would have never gotten the chance to have this relationship on this level I know and we've get, gotten to do things Willie said it right he was like it, it goes to show the first couple weeks you're still fighting it a little bit uh
1: huh because you're like this is I'm not what gonna are we give in like we three no. or four now you're yeah. just like giving in yeah what else to do yeah so you finally realize why would I not give in to this like why would I not choose to see the blessings of this because
2: here we are I know I'm not a doctor or a nurse I'm so thankful for them we oh, pray for them we send them all of our regards God bless you all and i'm not i can't do that that's not what we are called as a matter of fact time. we can't even go visit our grandfather in the hospital in the hospital so i'm going to give so much thanks for them and then do our part stay mm-hmm. home and enjoy like staying home and being in a bad mood what's that it's not gonna help anything no yeah so help where you can and i will say this last thing i'll say this never in our lifetime has the entire world suffered at the same time mm-hmm. like nine eleven. But it didn't, this, the world instant shutdown,
3: mm-hmm.
2: nobody's thriving. Like yes. no businesses, maybe Purell and Cottonell <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, Zoom, and Zoom, Zoom, Zoom meetings.
2: But everybody's in the same boat. Mm-hmm. And it's connecting us all as humanity. So. Yeah,
1: it doesn't, all status is being, I mean, you, people still have their status and title, but like nobody's business is working right now. Yeah. Really.
2: <laughs> and the best thing you can do is just work on you. Like this is a reset for our souls and our life. And mm-hmm. this is going to mark time. So what are we going to remember when it's over?
1: And I think we're blessed. We made all of us made the choice and mom and dad too, to be like, okay, let's just, let's just enjoy together. Let's quarantine in Texas together because when are in the middle of life and working careers and raising kids, when do you have two months off of your job? Probably
2: no. And I feel like we're so good at making time for each other. We always see each other at least every six weeks, but we've never had this amount of time together so
1: and seeing sugar out there run oh, free like a I farm know. dog that she
2: is getting covered in mud head to toe covered. every day
1: it's so Skitty the
2: rabbit Skitty hopping the free rabbit i know the little hamster the molly So
1: being the princess, i would just say big is.
2: virtual hugs to everybody yeah. everybody's doing a good job mm-hmm. and just keep doing a good job yeah keep keep doing the best you can do
1: And make some time for quiet. And and cheers.
2: I mean, we've all had a little extra wine these days. (laughs) I know. I'm just finally.
1: (laughs)
4: Cheers
2: and virtual hugs.
1: (laughs) I love you, sis. Thanks for doing me I love you so much. This is so
4: great. Yay. Bye. Bye.